Hey guys, this is Cora. I'm Avantika. And today we are joined by our very special guests. Eric Graham. And Valerie Slovenic. All right, so I don't, most people might not know this, but we actually got paired with Shayna for the Cleanagers because of these two. They work with uh, Youth Opportunities Unlimited with the PEAK program. Uh, I do want to start off with, how are you guys doing today? Doing great. Thanks for having us. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm a little bit nervous. <laughs> yeah, I, I especially like, I think... Avantika can say this better than me because she was probably there. But I think like her first episode, she was also like, oh, yeah, very much because <laughs> they're like, all right, here's the mics. <laughs> the first time you do it, it's like, oh, my God, what am I doing? But then like once you start doing it like every week, it's kind of just like, oh, the mics are just out again. Sure. And the, the setup is just so I mean, people can't see us, but it's just so official. And mm-hmm. yeah. And I've listened to your podcasts. And so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to be listening to yourself on That's it. That's right. Uh, do you have any questions you want to open with? I guess, how did you, can you speak to how you guys got involved with the Youth Opportunities Unlimited and PEAK? Sure. Mr. Graham, you want to go first? I'll let you go first. Okay. You're, you're, you're the boss. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So I, gosh, started my career after college in nonprofit, fumbled a little bit, didn't know what I wanted to do, but was always like an avid volunteer. And I was like, oh, this transition makes sense. So I got an internship actually, unpaid. (laughs) We pay our peak interns, but it was an unpaid internship with Catholic Charities in the refugee department. And I was working with refugees who were new to the country, helping them get ready for employment. So I found a knack in like the employment piece and really liked the idea of working for a nonprofit and giving back. So my career kind of just developed from there. I worked at uh, El Barrio, helping people prepare for hospitality jobs. And I, I always, I kind of, you know, discovered maybe I should have been a teacher. So that kind of led me to YOU, the combination of the workforce development piece that I felt that I was pretty good at and working with young people. So that's how I came to YOU. I've been at YOU for a little over five years now, and I've always worked in the internship department. It's looked different throughout the years, which I'm sure we'll get to. But I, I think it's unique, and Mr. Graham will, you'll hear about his story, <laughs> but it's unique to like start at YOU and like stay within the same department. But yeah, I, this is like the longest tenure I've had at a job, and I don't really see myself you know, leaving anytime soon, at least my decision (laughs) and, um, you know, have lots of ideas and see lots of potential and I'm not done yet. So that's how I got to YOU. I got to YOU. I was a downsized. I worked at the Federal Reserve Bank and we got downsized. And I had in the past, I've been a high school basketball coach at Glenville High School. And then I worked with another nonprofit program that a friend of mine's ran. So between my interest in coaching this type of uh, this career detour worked to my benefit because I still get to do what I like to do is instructing and helping people what is what is some of your favorite parts when you meet the new interns for each year to get them to open up because <laughs> we know that you guys are going to be nervous when we interview you right so I always like to ask insane or stupid questions <laughs> just to get you to relax and open up most people did <laughs> but it's fun it's it's fun because uh like this week when we were at the zoo to see cause we because of zoom we don't we don't get to see you guys so right 
we don't know what you look like. I mean, we kind of know what you look like, but to see you in person is different. But to then see your personalities, because mm-hmm. you don't get to see your guys' personalities on screen. Now, I see you, yours, Cora, because you've been around us for a while. You relax. Right. And we'll probably see yours <laughs> next year, I think. But we get to see you open up and become, uh, stop hiding. Yeah. Right. To yeah. Show your true personalities. I think, you know, during the interview process and first meeting the interns, Eric and I, you know, kind of tag team those interviews. And I, I don't know how you, I feel like we've talked about this a little bit, but I feel like we're a really good match. I'm like, I have the list of questions that we have to get to. And, you know, Eric will throw out like, what do you really like to do? And it starts <laughs> to let the, the kids loosen up. So I think that that's a really good, like, balance, I guess. So, yeah. yeah. We, we usually get to the heart of, heart of the matter. And besides, I, I'm... I don't use our questions. I free flow. <laughs> <laughs> I just, when I conducted interviews at my last job, I would, sometimes I was like, I, I don't like these questions. Mm-hmm. They're worded weirdly. So I tried to do kind of like, not like weird questions, because, you know, I, I had to still figure out if they were fit for the job, but I was like, just tell me about yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, because, like, a lot of you guys will put down things that either your parents want you to do, mm-hmm. or you think you want us to, you think that this is what we want to hear from you. But we're really trying to find out what do you want to do in your career? Because right. we've had people tell us, well, I want to be a doctor, a lawyer, blah, 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 blah. And then we'll go, what do you like to do when you're not working? I mean, when you're not in school. And you start talking about that. Oh, photography. Oh, it's do a you career want- in it, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And they're like, really? Then they change their internship. Yeah, that was that's something that I think was really awesome is I was – Uh, initially at a different internship to start with and I didn't get all my hours with that one and it also just wasn't the best fit but you guys were able to match me here and I was able to create something awesome and I love this and it's like one of the best case scenarios so that's another reason why I really love the program but I also like loved working with you guys because I can tell you genuinely care about us and us getting the experience that we need. Thank you I I hope so. And part of that, like, you know, when meeting a new group of young young students, I mean, 10th, 11th grade, um, to say, like, if, if this is not a fit, please call us. Like, we want to talk about how can we make it better or can we switch you out? So I think that a lot of time if people are not satisfied, they didn't take that step, which is a big, it's a, sometimes a hard, it's a hard thing for me to do sometimes to go to somebody in charge and essentially complain professionally right. that's a hard thing to do but you know we give reminders and we want to hear what's going on and yeah you're a perfect example of take making a change and switching things out yeah I think it definitely just being in this program in general especially like once I got to like meet Shana really helped me with my self-advocacy because for a while I was being like underpaid and overworked mm-hmm. and I wasn't sticking up for myself as much as I should have and I think getting into a workspace, especially where I had people saying, stick up for yourself, talk to your employers. And then even having Shana being like, look, if you need a job, you can come here. Mm -hmm. That made it a lot easier for me to actually speak up for myself. So when, when I talked to you at the rock call, you hinted at there being a story behind you two staying here as long as you have. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to get into that story? Well, I mean, I've, I've shared, Eric and I are friends (laughs) outside of YOU and which is a great thing to have at work, but I, I've shared with you. I don't know if, I don't know if he mirrors the same thing, but 
I think he might. <laughs> We're on this, I don't know, I feel like on this like mission, this trajectory to make internships the best they can be. We had a friend and a mentor who was also our boss who created, I think, internships at YOU. Because they've been around for maybe about 10 years or so. In various yes, names. Different, not not how it is now peak. Yeah. I mean, it's like a focus of YOU to make internships a priority. Um, so it was here and there the past few years. But our boss, Brenda, passed away in 2019. And she, you know, started to create peak what it is now. And we were part of that team. And yeah, when things get rough, which people always have those times at work, you kind of do, you know, that's what I call Eric. (laughs) But, you know, I feel a personal mission that, you know, Brenda's legacy isn't done. And I don't know if you share the same idea, but I I just, yeah, I, I want to make this program, you know, max out my ability to make it the best it can be for Brenda. I only worked with her a short time, but she had a tremendous impact on my life and my career. And even now when we're making changes to the program, it's a what would Brenda do type of situation. You kind of go down the the list and, and what would she do? What would her decision be? How would she make this better? So that's why I am I know it sounds so bad, that's why I'm still here. I love YOU. But you know, that's why like my my time at YOU and in internships is not done because I want to withhold her her legacy. It's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> I I sincerely like working with young people. I like helping young people. I like giving some guidance so they don't make the same mistakes that I made or my friends made. So we just, I like helping. Mm -hmm. So I love the mission at YOU. I think PEAK is the best program at YOU because we get to show people what they can do. Or in some cases, what they can't do. And that helps you down the road. Like we tell right. your parents in the parent orientation, this gives your, your child and you a, an opportunity to save some money. Because you could take a career path or start studying something in college and four years later you find out you don't like this. Right. So you get 150 hours during your sophomore or junior year and in some cases senior year to find out if this is something you really want to do. So I just really enjoy it. And Valerie will tell you this. When we meet a Cora, a James, we get excited. Mm-hmm. We get excited. At least I know I do. <laughs> Especially when it's a James. Not Valerie. so much when it's a James. <laughs> I don't get excited. I like, okay, he'll be all right. <laughs> Valerie, you said this organization has changed over time. How has it changed from when you started continuing Brenda's legacy to now? Yeah, the, the peak program. So while you is pretty big in terms of, I think our bread and butter is, you know, summer jobs. And if you go, a lot of times when we talk to employers, they know of YOU, but they know of summer jobs. Because mm-hmm. YOU has been around, what, what, 40 years? Since, this is the 40th anniversary yes. this year. So since 1982, uh, then the mayor, George Voinovich, started uh, Youth Opportunities Unlimited. So, but the internship piece, um, it was small. When I when I joined, um, I you know, we would meet young people, and it was all individualized. It wasn't like a cohort like it is now. So we'd meet young people. They were interested in, you know, nursing and have an orientation with them and then find a nursing internship, and they would just do their hours with their mentor, and that was kind of the end of it. So it's developed from that. Uh, you know, when, when we started this peak model, we had about 35 interns a year, and then 20, 
21, they're like, oh, we have more funding. You guys are doing so well. 85 interns, which is such a good thing. But, you know, the first thing I think to myself is, how am I going to meet everybody and remember them individually? That was a big challenge. It's so great to grow. But on the back end, that's the challenge. It's like, how how are we going to give individualized attention and service to all of these kids? There's just a few of us. And then this year, we're looking to host 145 interns. So you guys have seen kind of the growth yourselves in Peak. So it used to be myself, uh, Mr. Armstrong, Mr. Graham, and then now we have uh, Ms. Ambrose and Ms. Allen. So we have a team of five, and we're officially a department. So last year we were not a department. We were just, you know, a program. So now we're an internship department. So, And then with that comes lots of change. I think every few months we're adding something new that we didn't do the previous year. You know, this year we've had the summer cohort. We're going to do the fall cohort. And even that's not going to look the same as summer because we have ideas and the new staff has ideas and you all give feedback. So really taking advantage of that as well. I think that, you know, Peak has done a pretty good job in taking the youth. We're serving you guys, we need to right. hear from you. Like, who are we sitting up, you know, in our desks? We don't know what it's really like. So really taking your feedback seriously. A really simple suggestion that Mihir gave at the beginning of the year when we all met. He's like, why? Just use Google Classroom. Why are you guys using this, like, complicated online platform? And I was like, duh. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, so easy. Let's switch to Google Classroom. So little things like that. And then, of course, you know, bigger things. Um, but we want to hear from you all. I don't think that that's always been the case in the past. So something that we certainly are proud of. So things will always change and we'll do it again. You know, we'll probably meet with you guys soon and for this fall cohort coming up and what it fresh in your mind didn't work out last year could be improved and we want to hear. So always changing. <laughs> Just want to say like, Corey, you, you guys are one of the reasons why we started the lead internship mm-hmm. because we wanted to, uh, we weren't use done. T- we wanted to use your talents, and we didn't, want, we didn't want to get rid of you guys. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys help us make the program better. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, well, thank you as well. Because um, I, I, I know, like, Valerie and I had, like, some text at one point where I was like, oh, my God, I'm not used to people saying that about me or whatever, because sometimes I'm just like, I don't know, I'm just, I'm just doing my job. And sometimes I don't realize that doing your job is sometimes like, wow, oh my God, you actually are doing your job. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys are, and I'm speaking for about all of the, our interns, you guys are the exceptions that people don't see on the news every day. Right. Yeah. Which is why it's amazing when they can yeah. be shown. Yeah. So we want to emphasize that you guys continue to do what you're doing, but these are, you are the young people that we want people to see. I have a question for Avantika. Mm-hmm. What do you feel has been, do you f- feel like you would have learned less if you didn't have lead interns with you? Do you um, feel like the transition was easier with? Oh, it was much easier, especially being in an environment with people my age. Like going into it, I was scared that I would be working with people much older than me. But then also having um, leaders like you and Shayna having someone like Shayna who's older and has more experience and can give advice but then you also are more at my level and can help me in that way I think it's made the whole process much easier yeah all right I was gonna say yeah I was surprised um the lead intern thing was like a first time thing because it's 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 great yeah it makes sense yeah and I know there's other lead interns aside (laughs) from myself and James and I 
I really hope and I expect that the other interns where they are at also feel the same way about like how much of a difference it's made. Mm -hmm. That would be a good, you know, survey question to pose. So there we go right there. There's an idea. (laughs) Really? I mean, yeah, that's, you know, going through and remembering to capture everything. So that is a valuable piece of information that, you know, going back to the office, definitely want to make a point to ask that specific (laughs) question. Do you guys have any questions for us? This could also include um, our friend James here, who's been observing. What has been the biggest, what, what have you benefited the most from during your two years of doing an internship? I think it's opened my eyes more to the different possibilities of a media-based career. Because for so long, like, I've, I used to tell the story all the time, but like, even since like preschool, I was like, I'm going to be an actress. I'm going to be on TV. And so, like, that was, like, what I came into this with. I'm like, I've never deviated from this path. I've always loved this. I've been in shows. I've been on stage. I've been killing it. And then my first internship, I was more doing behind-the-scenes stuff, and I was starting to be like, okay, I know what I don't want to (laughs) do. I know I don't really want to do some of this stuff. And then when I got paired here, I was like, oh, it would be fun to just do media in general, because I remember um, at my old job, we did this, um, we had this like near the end of the summer thing where everybody got together and we did like a little award show for everybody. And because I was the assistant manager, I had to like write up the stuff for people and we had like speeches. And I remember afterwards, one of them going, you sounded like a news anchor. I feel like you should be a news anchor. And I was like, oh, thank you. I've never heard that before. So then I was like, maybe that would also be. Mm-hmm. interest so it's kind of opened my eyes more to more paths and in fact recently because I originally when I enrolled at Kent I put my major down as being in the performing arts I am now a criminal justice studies major <laughs> very big change <laughs> but I think a big part of this because I was taking CCP at Tri-C and I was taking criminology courses because it's always interested me and I remember like this was like probably like first grade but my mom was like you should be a lawyer you keep finding loopholes and everything and I was like Hmm. So like I've always internalized that as well. And I think that's part of also why. And then also just being able to talk to like other kids my age who have also had interest in stuff like uh, like with talking to James too. like he was talking about like the different aspects of law that he was interested in and all the other opportunities there. And I thought that was pretty amazing. I think, yeah, the biggest thing is getting real job experience, even though I had already had a job more like the adult world and not like the part-time kid world where everybody's 16 years old. (laughs) And if you switch again, it's okay. Yeah. And you might, and it's frustrating at the time. I switched my major a few times in college, Um, but it's, it's natural and it's an overwhelming thing, but you're doing, you're making the best decision for yourself in the long run. Yeah. Well, I've only been here like a month, but At the most basic level, of course, I've gotten work experience and experience with writing and speaking. But I was just saying on last week, we went out into the city and we were just exploring and we were able to use that as content and still stick to our job. At the same time, I've been able to like learn so much about Cleveland and I otherwise would not have known there's so many small, small businesses, so many places to visit as a kid or as a family 
So just being with this group of teens, I think it's helped me explore more about Cleveland and get out there and have more opportunities. See, this is why I'm kind of sad they didn't air Avantika's interview because in it she was talking about that. But she was also talking about like, because James, we always joke, is our tour guide anytime we go anywhere because he knows everything about everywhere. And he's always just playing like, you know, this used to be here. Or like when him and I were at the zoo, like whole time, even though I was the tour guide, technically, he told me I was a tour guide. He was just like, you know, fun fact about this animal, (laughs) you know, this animal don't exist. And he's like, you know, tigers. (laughs) And it was just like, that was like the entire experience. And Avantika was talking about that. And I was kind of bummed that they did not air that. I'll say it now. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, James comes in every day and just talks about like the different suburbs of Cleveland and the politics, the culture of Cleveland and Again, I wouldn't have known that normally, and just hearing it at a more like conversational level has been really helpful for me to learn more about it. What do your parents think about your internship experiences? Oh, they, my parents, my whole family is really proud. They love it. Because again, I keep saying like, I wouldn't have gotten these um, opportunities otherwise, or I wouldn't have seek them out myself, and this has just been one compact way of getting all those opportunities at once. The most my parents <laughs> say is my dad will be like, good job, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, I think it's, I know they're proud of me. I just think it's funny because they don't necessarily express it as much as like some of the other parents do. They're just like, oh my God, you're famous. No, they're kind of just like, good job. You did good. And I like I know they don't listen to the show. My dad's tried before on iHeart. I think he's listened sometimes, but uh, no, they I, honestly I think it was also because I was like overworking myself already with my real job that my parents were more just like, "Which thing do you have today?" Yeah. No, I'm going to work. You know the other one, like, <laughs> or I would. This was insane, but I would come here on Saturdays to record teenager stuff, and then I'd go straight to work after. So I'd be like, I'm not coming home until nine. See you guys later. And I'd All be your activities. Right. Yeah. And thankfully, it's not as crazy like that anymore. I get to actually see my family. Very fun. But no, I think they thought it was a great opportunity. And I think one of the things that like they wanted to ask, they asked me like right away when I told them I was going to do an internship was, is it paid? Because mm-hmm. my cousin got stuck with a unpaid internship as like, like uh, shadowing like a vet tech mm-hmm. and like taking actually like taking care of animals and it's like I could not imagine not getting paid and doing that much and I think my mom was the one who encouraged me to do this specific one because my school my junior year was just like you guys um guys this is the school summer program that you guys should do and I remember my AP gov teacher put it on the google classroom and that's I was like okay I, I guess I'll check it out. I'll just apply. So that's how that happened. I'm glad you bring that up. Um, yeah, we feel very strongly that these should be paid opportunities. And that might not be the case of what you run into in the future. You know, your, your, your summers between college years, you know, you might be in a situation where you do take an unpaid opportunity because it's a great experience. But we and YOU like feel very strongly that you are doing real work and you deserve to be paid for all of that. So yeah, we do. We, we It's not a paycheck. We always talk about that. It's not a paycheck because it's not a job. It's an educational experience. So you get a stipend. 
So, yeah. And this year, you all know, we were able to raise the stipend, which is really important. (laughs) Inflation's a big talk. But, yeah, you you all work really hard, and you deserve compensation for that. But I still think the work experience is the most valuable part of the internship. But I do do think, yeah, the payment's such a big thing. Because, like, for some internships, it'll take up, like, your entire life. And it's like, you can't live off of that. Which, again, with my cousin, I think she actually officially works there now. But, like, mm-hmm. she was spending so much time there. And, like, it's like you have an apartment and you can't support that. And that right. sucks. So And everybody has expenses. You right. all, even in high school, you have expenses. And the idea is, you know, okay, do I take the part-time job at McDonald's? Nothing against McDonald's. <laughs> but, you know, it's kind of like repetition. You're doing the same thing over and over. You know, okay, I mastered this task. Um, what next? Nothing really. So there's an incentive to do the internship. So that's why there needs to be payment. Yeah. It also comes with its um, learning how to manage money. And that's a separate like thing I had to learn, taking care of the money and depositing into my bank mm-hmm. account. Yeah. I'm saying, glad you yeah. mentioned that because we're thinking about adding a financial piece to the training next year. Yeah. I was going to say that would be fantastic. We actually reached out to somebody who has a podcast on financial literacy and they got back to us. So we will most likely be talking to them sometime soon because I I think I'm very fortunate that I grew up in a house where my mom was like knowing how to manage money mm-hmm. and taught me from a very young age to always save money. Like even my allowance from chores, even if it was like five bucks from cleaning my bedroom once a week she at like the end of the month would be like, all right, how much are we putting in your savings? So I actually, I already have an emergency savings fund. It's not in my name yet, but, and then from there, cause I realized, cause most places, uh, most people would suggest to put like 20% of your paycheck into your savings. And then I kind of realized I don't have as many expenses, so I can go ahead and put 50% into my savings. So I've already saved up two years of student loans. Oh, wow. Wonderful. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm, very proud of that and I'm like continuing to do that and because I know like sorry not to call you out dad when he was in college he didn't know how to manage money very well and he went into credit card debt for a while my mom helped him out with that and now they're both fine they both know how to manage money it's real love yeah (laughs) my mom was like I probably shouldn't have done that in hindsight but (laughs) just because you know you're taking care of somebody else's credit card debt is like it's real love. Yeah. It's real, it is real love. It is real, real love. love. Um, and yeah, from there, like now we're all in a great place and like they have a bunch of emergency funds. My sister has one too. Mm-hmm. They had to start saving for college late, but you know. So we should have the, your mom come in and teach the financial literacy. Honestly, probably. You know what? I'll get, I'll get Dr. <laughs> Dr. Duprane on here. <laughs> Ask her about her science stuff. Yeah, definitely a valuable piece. We've had some financial literacy here and there, but we need to make it a staple. And I mean, I, you know, we teach a lot of the workshops. I can't teach it. (laughs) (laughs) I have to go to it. Uh, we all do. <laughs> I, well, I, I got, I got, you know, this, uh, my mom. You know, I could just got, feel we like, got hey, some yeah. <laughs> we can have a uh, Samir. Yes, we have in some te- interns come in and teach uh, how to invest in stocks. That's actually a good idea. So we have two interns, and again, like we met at the zoo, so we got to like 
learn more about, you know, the young people that we're working with, which is such a great opportunity. It's been, it's been weird with COVID. But yeah, like learning these two people who are in the internship, they're talking about their, they've been doing stock since they were eight years old. And <laughs> oh yes. God. So that's a good idea. We should see if they'd want to teach something. That's yeah. a good idea. See? It's because both of them started at their respective high school, started uh, investment clubs. Mm-hmm. Question for you two. Do you guys do your own taxes? Yeah, we don't make a lot of money. <laughs> the only reason I don't. <laughs> this is why I check, because they, they got the free services. I do my own taxes. My mom told me to do them. That's I don't I do my own taxes because I own a rental property, mm-hmm. and it's too, Little like, my thing. dad couldn't even figure it out. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it's not that hard, but he's like, I don't want to make any mistakes for you. That was a joke. A friend of mine does my taxes. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I was going to say, my mom taught me to do my taxes, so I... I was going crazy, though, over the stipend because, like, the 1099, they were like, you have to report it. But they were like, you can't report it under these conditions, but you got to report it under here. And, like, that was driving me insane. That but I figured hard. it out. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also something kind of important to learn because um, I didn't learn until later that I didn't even need to pay Rita. But Rita said, my money now. They haven't, they've not refunded me, even though I would click the checkbox saying I'm under 18. I don't need to pay. They'd be like, mm, our records don't agree with that. Wow. Pay us, pay us city taxes. The Cleveland Heights has Rita. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All the Heights in that area have Rita. I have Lakewood has Rita. Mm-hmm. No, the Rita's regional, evil. The regional gangster. Income. Yeah, no, I, they're they're so mean to me. They're the only ones who don't ref, who've never refunded me stuff because of my age. Like, Ohio, Ohio is the easiest to file taxes with because they'll just be like, it's really straightforward, and if you really don't know what to do, they have those little question boxes next mm-hmm. to each thing. And then the federal will take my money, but then give it back in like two months later and be like, "Oh no, you're, you're a minor when you did this." This budgeting workshop needs to be a series. Yeah, I mean, like just saving and balancing, and then taxes, yeah, and then stocks. Yeah. Let me ask this question: How many? How often do you guys have? these kind of conversations about taxes and savings with your peers? None. Every time the tax season comes around, I start complaining about it because (laughs) I've been paying taxes since um, I was 16. So I was just like, (laughs) all of us would talk and I'd be like, I didn't have enough withheld from my check to pay my, the federal. So I had to pay $300. That was my first year. This last year I had to pay a thousand. Oh my goodness. Cause it's a very, the percentage is, not fun. <laughs> and I wasn't having enough withheld from each of my checks mm-hmm. initially because we couldn't put a percentage into withhold at my last job. A whole bunch of fun stuff. You guys, uh, we can talk about this another time with withholding <laughs> and percentages and how much should be withheld. But because I was looking ahead of time that year, I was like, I pulled up the, the IRS document and I scrolled down and it was like, if you make this much, this is how much you're going to have to pay. And I was looking ahead. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to have to pay so much money. <laughs> so that's also why I was saving up. So if we hired you guys to recruit for Peak, I got you. What would be your campaigns or well, your conversations with your friends? I kind of already did that for you guys at one point. I don't know if you remember Katerina Alden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She joined the program because I told her okay. that I was doing it and that it was a great thing. Yeah, I was just like, they match you with whatever you want to do, and it's actual experience, and you get to get paid. And, like, she had a great experience with it. Mm-hmm. But, I, like, I had known her for years, so I was like, you should do this. So, yeah, the main tagline that I try to sell is, you get to learn if you want to do this, and you get actual experience. Mm-hmm. 
and that's and I think it's very valuable. And I think if a lot more people understood that, they would be rushing to do it because it is a very great opportunity. We have a we have a hard time recruiting. We we have a well, of course we have a marketing department and they help with email blasts. We are available to present anywhere to anyone. Really, we are available. And we do that. And the applications don't always come. Like, they're, we're not flooded yeah. with applications. So I don't know I don't know what the disconnect is. Are, are people sick of the computer and one more application is just too much? So we've altered the application for this fall cohort to make it not be maybe so cumbersome. You know, we don't know. But I think word of mouth is really important. And yeah, when we're going to be recruiting coming up soon for this fall cohort, we're definitely going to lean on everybody to refer a friend and maybe give an incentive for that. But if you'd like to be a cleanager, go <laughs> ahead and uh, apply right. for an internship through Peak and say you want to be a cleanager and you'll get matched here. You should tell people some about some of the experiences you guys have had. That is yeah. true. We've had a lot of. So I'll dive back to a little bit before Avantika and Kaylin joined us. But I still have this because it's my first media pass ever. But I have a media pass from the NBA crossover mm-hmm. event that we got early access to. And that was, I, I've learned media events are really just have a fun time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, I just got to go around. We, like, we were shooting some hoops. Somebody famous came in, so we couldn't do <laughs> one of the VR experiences. They had like food from all over Cleveland. And it was mm-hmm. kind of just a hangout, take photos network. The same thing with like the Rock Hall event. That one, it was great that more peak interns got to do that because I know not everybody gets to like go around and explore Cleveland and get tickets into stuff because they got to go to the new Black Vanguard exhibit mm-hmm. because we were just in contact with them and they gave us tickets. I didn't get to go. I'm sorry, guys. That's uh, what I, um, that's what I like. That's what I said about just going exploring Cleveland, being able to have fun and go to these events but then also call it your job and tie it back to the job just like taking pictures and then writing about it later I love how it's not as intimidating yeah yeah and like Avantika said after the news came we went all the way down to public square and we just walked around Mm -hmm. and that was still us doing our job because we got to explore Cleveland we got to have inspiration for stories for social media posts for more engagement and it's really nice that we get to just do these fun things. And we are planning on going to more places. I found out recently that none of the other cleanagers have been up into the Terminal Towers observation deck. And I think that is a very, yeah, not even James. And I think that Mr. is. Mr. Tour Guide. I know. But that's like an experience I feel like they really need because you can, it's such a good view of Cleveland there. And. So, yeah, that's on our list. I'm going to try to hit the Science Center. We're going to try to hit everywhere, mm-hmm. especially because the cleanagers, we really pride ourselves on being, these in Shana's words, a cross-section of Cleveland. So you'll get people who have never been to these things and like are like, well, I don't know what to do in Cleveland. And, I mean, not to put Aventuka too much out on the spot, but like that's something like she's been learning. She's been learning about all the things around Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's a really good thing about this. Avantika, you've said a few things that make me want to ask this question. Do you think it's odd that you're having fun at work? No. I'm, well, <laughs> I mean, to my past self, I think it would be. Yeah, I wouldn't right. expect that. Um, but now I just, 
going into the cleanagers, they made it very clear that we would have these opportunities. So now it's just um, expected more. But look, I mean, without this experience in the past, like I said, I wouldn't have expected being able to go out and I got to meet the president. <laughs> I got to go to the art museum, see a really cool exhibit. Those are all opportunities that I wouldn't have expected at that time. But now I'm really looking forward to m- more Full disclaimer, all the internships are not fun. (laughs) (laughs) No, they're rewarding experiences, but they're not like this. This is probably one of our best internships. And we we brag about you guys all the time. Yeah, you guys actually are celebrities at our office. Everyone knows the queen. My friends don't believe, like, nobody believes me until I said I was on Channel 5 News. I'm like, we're local celebrities. Like, everybody around us knows who the cleanagers are. I'm like, the news already knew who we were. And they're just like, oh, I just How did that story come about? Well, they were good. Okay. We actually had to turn them down before. So that was actually the second time that they came in to do an interview of us. So I, I think, why did, were we involved with that? No. Okay. The first time I think it was like, there was something going on with like moving around like offices mm-hmm. and something. And we just, we couldn't make it in that week. But, like, they've worked with Black Girl Media before, and they right. had us on their radar already. So that's why they were like, oh, we already did a story on you guys, right? And Sharon was like, no, not yet. And they're like, oh, we'll come down this week. So that's how that happened. Cool. That was kind of just, like, out of nowhere. And, like, well, I, I always forget about this, but on, like, Pi Day, we did, like, this. There's, like, a there's a little pie society in Cleveland. It's kind of it's kind of like a secret pie society. Like pie or, like, math? Like pie. Like and pie on, yes, and on pie day, we ate a bunch of pies, <laughs> and that was very fun. Like, I got a bunch of photos there where it looked like I made the pies, but I didn't. I That's just ate very selfish. <laughs> we get you guys in this spot. Yeah, right. Why weren't we invited? <laughs> well, I was the only cleanager that went, so. So, you guys do the pie thing. No, you don't do the pie thing. You do the bad soda. <laughs> so full dis- full disclosure that was also supposed to be part of today and then the sodas didn't come you're gonna make us drink it yeah no, wow not. i would have done it my agent <laughs> <laughs> see you and james are not that much different <laughs> probably have the same agent <laughs> no. they probably no 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 james is gonna be his own lawyer in the future okay. that's that's that story every time he's like i'm gonna sue you guys in the future sue you for defamation <laughs> i told him he doesn't have a case because he's willingly admits everything on camera but yeah, they, have, they have a lot of recording of you we really do don't want to get into some of the stories while we're rolling here because <laughs> they're kind of bad thank you for listening to this week's episode of the cleanagers the Cleanagers is brought to you by Black Girl Media and Youth Opportunities Unlimited. This episode features Aventika, your engineer, Kaylin, Cora, James. Find us at cleanagers.com and follow our socials at cleanagers.